Hello and welcome. It is December the 20th. Coming up, it is the press review from around Europe. We're going to start today, though, in England, where after a dramatic night in the League Cup, Manchester City made it through to the semi-final, beating Leicester City in that penalty shootout. So, can Man City win all four competitions they remain in? After match, Pep Guardiola answered that question. But first, how did he feel making the League Cup semi-final? Uh, so happy. But so, 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 so happy. So a lot of young players played. Uh, Brahim, uh, yeah, Brahim Folden, Tomiwa, Lucas Nemecha. So two guys make the first game in official game in Manchester City. So they played real good. So yeah, so so happy for the old players, helped the, the young ones. Tosin play as well, really really good. So happy to reach the final in the way we we did it. And I'm sure you probably think you shouldn't have gone to extra time with that penalty that Leicester scored late in stoppage time. Yeah, I would like to overcome that situation. So in football, sometimes happen these kind of things. And the way we react is not easy because we were so tired and uh, a lot of young, young players and played extra time. Danilo, central defender, is the first time in his life. So we overcome that situation the way we played in the, in the, in the extra time, the try to try to, you know, to, to win the game. And uh, of course, it's not easy because Bart is there and, and Mares is there, so it's always complicated. But in um, Gray, uh, do it. So, yes, sir, the TB don't lie, so we will see if it's penalty or not. But uh, what I like the most is how we react and overcome that situation. That is a good signal for our future. And in a way, have you learnt more? about your team tonight because it has gone to extra time and gone to penalties. Yeah, of course, the second time in the, in the balls, Claudio again helped us to go to reach the semi-final. And uh, it's good. I saw many things, Bernardo Silva playing a standing game like Gundogan and yeah, yeah, everybody. Everybody was really good. Another step towards a final. You're in four competitions. It won't be long, you know, before the British press will be talking about the quadruple. Manchester City, can they win all four competitions? That will happen soon. Are you prepared for that? Forget about it. <laughs> it's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. In terms of your team selection tonight, you've got through. If you get through to the final, for example, would you ever think about playing a full-strength team in this competition? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So today, in our world, you have to adapt uh, because you are you're thinking in two weeks in advance. Maybe injuries, maybe send off, maybe a lot of circumstances. We're going to see how is the level of the team, how is their behaviors. Uh, the important is uh, today play players they deserve to play, but didn't play too much in the last period, and uh, they show me a very, 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 very good things. It's not easy to do that with a lot of changes. When you change seven, eight, nine players, always it's not easy. But um, we tried in the beginning, so I am so happy, especially when. Uh, when the situation is bad, how you, you react. It's no complaints in the extra time to say how unfair it was the last minutes. And instead of that, OK, try it again, try it again, the penalties as well. Well, after watching the game, Ian Wright and Tim Sherwood were in the Sky Sports studios discussing Guardiola. And in Sherwood's view, he is simply the best he's ever seen. And I think that he doesn't get the credit because there's an awful lot of managers as probably all of the teams in the top six have spent a lot of money you know we're, we're not not no. as much as Pep no but a lot and enough possibly for me I believe if he was a manager of any of the top four or five sides he would win the league I think he's that good I think he would win the league if you give him time he ain't gonna win it in the first year but he might win it in the second and he surely will win it in the third he broke all records at 
Barcelona. He broke all records at Bayern Munich. And he's going to break all records at Manchester City. I think now's the time to tip our hats and say, well done, because you are the governor. He is the best manager I have seen ever. <laughs> ever. Seriously. Of, from what I've seen, I don't see anyone who entertains me like he's entertained me. I don't, I'm not talking about 100 years ago yeah. or 20 years ago. I'm talking about from what I've seen in my career. Someone what, the way he plays. Team out, the way, the he, way plays. he plays. And he wins. Yeah. He wins, and I know where he's been is not the most tough competition, but last year, people were quite pleased at the fact that, oh, he can't come and do that in the Premier League. Yeah. Well, he is. Yeah. He is doing it in the Premier League now. Yes, he's still got a win, but he's on his way to winning. It'd yeah. be a Devon lock for them not to win the Premier League now. He's just a top manager and a top coach. Mm. And you, everyone wants to play for him, and everyone wants to watch him. Mm. So, for me, it's an entertainment business, especially sitting on this side now, and I enjoy watching Man City. There's a lot of teams who I'll, I'll you know, watch it because I'm a football lover, but you could turn them off. Would be extremely difficult, wouldn't it, to actually disagree with Sherwood on anything he actually said in that interview. Uh, let's get a look then what's making the British press today. We'll begin in the sun where Jose Mourinho is planning a record £90 million move for the Chelsea star Aiden Hazard. That, of course, is the day after... It was uh, revealed in some quarters of the British press that he's actually discussing a move to Real Madrid. Newcastle want Chelsea's David Luiz on loan next month to help steady the ship. And Crystal Palace have emerged as contenders to sign Manchester United keeper Sam Johnston, who's currently on loan at Aston Villa. Newcastle's battle with relegation is the primary reason any deal between Mike Ashley and Amanda Steverley may be in the balance. And furious Manchester United fans have slammed Champions League opponent Sevilla after it emerged some tickets for their clash in the last 16 in Spain will cost £133. Over in the Daily Mirror today, Rafa Benitez's job remains safe at Newcastle despite their drop into the relegation zone. Uh, more on Atletico Madrid ready to sell Antoine Griezmann to Manchester United because of their row with La Liga rivals Barcelona, despite the fact that he wants to go to Barcelona and not Manchester United. Things going well at Everton for Sam Allardyce, and he's looking to get active in the transfer market in January by tying up a deal for Arsenal winger Theo Walcott. Also looking to tie up a deal for the severe midfielder Stephen Enzonzi as well. Right, let's head off to Spain, where El Clasico dominates in Marca as well as pretty much everywhere else. Sergio Ramos interviewed, saying it's the most important game in the world. We need to win now more than ever due to our situation and certainly in order to remain in with a chance of winning La Liga title. Now, with Barcelona potentially in trouble for what Atletico deem is an illegal approach for their player Antoine Griezmann, another war of words has erupted between PSG and Real Madrid. The sporting director over there, Antero Enriquez, has launched a broadside at Florentino Perez. In the summary, said we completed two exceptional signings in Neymar and Mbappe. And talking about another player, the day Ronaldo wins his fifth Ballon d'Or isn't nice. On the draw in the Champions League, he said, it's a bad thing for us, as well as Madrid. The best team will qualify unless the officials make the difference, as they did in Madrid against Bayern last season. Seems clear to all, doesn't it? By the time kickoff comes, the level of dislike between these two clubs will be at an all-time high. A report today in Mundo reveals the drop-off in business for Barcelona, with attendances well down, with the stands described as being emptier than ever in their history. 
Also, the club shop revenue down, the tour experience, all suffering this economic downturn. And among the reasons given for the big drop-off is the significant loss of tourist numbers to Barcelona. Bit of transfer news and Guedes' move from PSG to Valencia is apparently on for a fee of 35 million euros. PSG, remember, bought it from Benfica for 30 million last summer. And finally, in Spain, Coutinho's agents have been in Barcelona to finalise details. And it's alleged a January move for him to the Camp Nou is definitely on. The final hurdle lies ahead, and that, of course, is the fee. Into Italy now, the under-pressure Milan boss, Rino Gattuso, had his players in for a double training session yesterday. He'll follow it up with the same today to try and build not only on fitness, but to build team spirit, they say, and bonding. Former Milan player Rivaldo was also talking in the press today about Messi and Ronaldo, adding to conclude the interview, if I was 25 or 26 today, he said, and playing, I'd be the best in the world. In the past, there were more quality players. Today, it's just Messi and Ronaldo, possibly with a bit of Neymar. One player who might not be arriving now in January, the highly rated Brazilian forward Lincoln from Flamengo to Juventus. The fee of 30 million is deemed by the Turing club to be too excessive at the moment. In Germany today, Matthias Sammer's time with the People's Police is the main talking point. He was recalling the time of the Stasi. The Dynamo boss was Minister of State Security. He said, if you played for Dynamo Dresden, you had to join the People's Police. I could have refused, but then I would have had to do military service, which would have meant leaving football. It's reported yesterday that Maxi Romero was actually about to join Borussia Dortmund, uh, but his agents come out today and said he'd be going to PSV Eindhoven. Dortmund, he said, were never an option. It was VFB Stuttgart who came the closest to signing him. And Thomas Rosicki has officially announced the end of his playing career at 37 years of age. The former Dortmund player said, I'm no longer physically able to meet the demands of the professional game. The midfield Mozart, as he was known in his time, went from Sparta Prague to Dortmund, where he and the giant Jan Koller won Bundesliga title as well as playing that uh, classic UEFA Cup final against Feyenoord at the uh, Kuyp. Thomas Muller has been talking about Jupp Heinkes. He said he works with this amazing dedication and detail and is such a fantastic personality. It's even possible, he said, to repeat the triumphs of 2013. That's, of course, when Bayern Munich won that famous treble in his last season. And Otmar Hirzfeld is interviewed as well, talking about Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund, both of whom he coached, of course. Football, he said, is a religion for the people in Dortmund. They live their club. If things aren't going well, they suffer. If they are, they celebrate. In Munich, it simply isn't quite as pronounced. Those two, of course, meeting in the cup later on today. Well, that's it for today. We'll be back with more from around Europe tomorrow. In the meantime, you can get in touch with us on Facebook or on Twitter at Tim Cable. Till tomorrow then, bye-bye.